fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello. Well, what a crazy summer. How to stay sane during this COVID-19 summer holiday? Or, you know, any holiday or any vacation for that matter. Whether you have special needs kids or not. uh, Whether you're uh, forced to stay at home. uh, Or uh, even if you go somewhere, vacation can be a challenge. This episode is about how to keep sane and prevent you from becoming your kid's personal holiday entertainment planner. You know, this year is different, like I said. In the Netherlands, you can go on holidays already, uh, and even to some places abroad. But we as a family chose not to. Uh, We have two uh, risk persons in the house, uh, me with my asthma and my supergirl with juvenile arthritis. And we decided, you know, we're not going to take any challenge or uh, chances with this. And you already see some holidays started and places where people uh, go, they're already developing new hotspots. So we even plan to do some day trips and even that we're now like, eh, maybe... <laughs> It's a better thing to not do that as well. So, but it's hard. You know, my teenagers, uh, especially my super girl, she was already bored out of her mind because of the mandatory homeschooling. And she was already home a lot besides that because of her disease. So she just needed a change of scenery. And I totally get it because I like to travel as well and see new places and experience new things. But we can't. Uh, so I wanted to give you some tips not to go totally berserk <laughs> and need a bottle of wine every day to just unwind. And of course, it's a little bit different with smaller kids. But even if you have small kids, you can make uh, a, this holiday a pleasant experience for everybody. You know, it's about setting ex- expectations, setting boundaries, uh, Even if you have your own business, Uh, I have my own business, I run it from home. But even if you don't have to run a business, uh, you know, running a family can be challenging enough. Uh, I didn't work uh, when my kids were younger and were facing way more problems. So that's totally cool and can keep you busy so much. But to prevent you from getting a burnout because you had them at home, You know, you already had them at home with the mandatory homeschooling. How do you survive the summer holidays? So here are my tips. The first thing is to uh, set expectations, manage expectations. In the beginning, uh, I sit the the whole family uh, sits together with us. And they're all allowed to say what they really want. You know, for my uh, teenage boy, that's like, (laughs) I want to game and play with Legos as much as possible and not go anywhere. 
Um, my husband likes to stay at home as well because, you know, him being military, he's already away most of the time. So their wishes are like, you know, we like to stay at home. My son would love to visit the Lego store. And my husband might, you know, want to go to a city. My daughter is allowed to say what she would like to do. And of course, you know, I will express what I want as well. Because before you know it, you will only listen to what your kids want, but not also tell what you expect from a holiday. So we create kind of a, a wish list. And yeah, it is different this year because we won't be able to go to theme parks. You know, the theme parks, I think, are open in the Netherlands, but have a limited amount of people that are allowed in. But we're... Like I said earlier, we're not taking those chances. But, you know, we go through that list and we'll say, you know, that will be, we consider too dangerous, but we can do this or that. And we choose a list. So we set expectations. And we create a visible calendar that we hang up on the fridge uh, and divide the time. Telling them, you know, we will do something with the whole family because that's important as well. On these days and... Uh, we will do specific things just with one kid, for instance, on those days. But we also divide the day into hours. So uh, I've got teenagers, so that's quite easy. They, they love to sleep till, you know, noon, if they're allowed to. And on those days, I can do a lot for my business. So my whole morning is really productive. Uh, and they, they need to, you know, wake up, need their time. You know, they don't drink coffee, but they're in that state of don't talk to me until I had coffee. Uh, and that's totally fine. I don't mind them not being productive uh, during the summer holidays. You know, me as a kid, uh, I like to just, in the summer holidays, was like, yes, let's not do anything at all. Or just fun things so that your kids don't want to, you know, do chores or, you know, uh, look for work. <laughs> It's not that where, especially teenagers, it's not that strange that they want to sleep in. So you have to find your balance. You know, uh, are you really irritated by it that they're sleeping late or uh, totally fine? Uh, I'm totally fine on some days. You know, those are my days that I work or do some things, you know, around the house uh, or do my uh, have my running moments. And when I had my quality me time in the morning, when they weren't even up yet anyway, I had my quality time, business or private. And by the time they get out of bed, you know, uh, they're ready to do whatever. With small children, you can also set times. Really, you can. In the beginning, when my son was younger, I, I, I used, uh, how you call it, a cooking alarm kind of clock. So you could wind it up. And nowadays with your phone, you loved it when he was a little bit older. I would literally have a timer counting down and he could see it. So he knew, of course, it wasn't like you have to be quiet for two hours or play by yourself, uh, you know, when you're five or six years old. Uh, but it managed, uh, you know, he was able to visualize, see, okay, I see the clock running back, okay. That means there's a red line and it's getting less and less and less. When the red line stops or disappeared, I can uh, play with mom again. So when you have all the kids, you know, 
and they like to sleep in, take advantage of it. You know, I slept in when I was a teenager. If you don't mind, you know, let them sleep in and enjoy whether it's working or enjoy your quiet, private me time. That might be the moment that you're going to watch that Netflix show or, you know, start on that quilt where you need the whole bloody kitchen table uh, to lay out all the pieces. And normally you can't do that because your teenager that likes to craft is, you know, taking the whole table. So those are the things that, you know, I do in the morning. I have to say, talking about this, yesterday evening I found a quilting package from Kansas and I was like, oh, I forgot I bought this. And, you know, talking in this podcast, I'm like, this is going to be my quality morning time because I want want to do it in the evening, but... The day goes by quickly, and especially in the evening with kids, that's the time that we can, you know, play a board game or maybe watch a movie together. So I just realized, yeah, besides working on my business in the morning, uh, working for my clients, that's also the time that you can, you know, besides exercising, watch that Netflix movie. Enjoy it. It's a really weird summer. So Enjoy those quiet times when you have teenagers. And if you have young kids, you know, of course, that goes, those moments are more in the evening. But you can still set, you know, set a timer, like I said. And you can train them early on. You know, when they're two years old, you can already practice with like 15 minutes and sometimes longer. Of course, kids are different. You know, my dream boy, my, my, my wonder dream boy, he was able to play for hours by himself. You know, just with the Legos and totally lost in his world and his mind, and but he was totally happy. My daughter, on the other hand, needs the entertainment. She's easily bored. She, she, she loves some action. She, you know, despite being a teenager, she doesn't like watching television a lot or uh, Netflix, you know, after what she doesn't being watch Netflix at all. So at a certain moment, she's in action gear. But I can still say, you know, honey, from that time to that time, I will work. And when she was younger, I also trained her in that way. It wasn't easy. And I really had to learn myself as well. Uh, but I would tell her, you know, here are blah, blah, blah. You have to now sit and either play in your own room or play on that corner. And I would also, if she would ask me something, point to the clock and say, no, then... And by time, it got better. So set expectations, not only with their wish list of things, you know, I want to go to the zoo and go to that store and I want to go, you know, it's a bit different now, of course, with COVID-19, but even beforehand, even when we went, you know, on an actual holiday and we love to go to, to Scandinavia or Germany and the German border is only 30 minutes away from my house, so you hop over quite easily, uh, But even then they were like, oh, can we do this and this and this? But we would also kind of alter the expectations. Uh, Like I said, my son needed the rest as well. You you don't want to overstimulate him. So what we did was every other day we would go somewhere. uh, And the other day we would stay at the park. Uh, We would mostly, yeah went to a park where they have little cottages or, or something like that. Um, so one day around the park or in the park, uh, the other day go somewhere. 
and not from nine to five as well, because that was most of the time too much for especially my son. But we would, you know, we would say, you know, uh, in the morning we would do a castle, in the afternoon we would do, you know, just a playground or whatever. Uh, or uh, in the beginning, actually, it was even in the morning we would go to a castle, in the afternoon we stayed at the park. So, but you change it around uh, depending on their needs, really. And when they got older, uh, a couple of years ago, we even let them stay by themselves. And there were, yeah, around 12 at a time. And we wanted to visit a little castle nearby. They really didn't want to come. Um, so we decided, okay, we're going to allow you this freedom. You can stay here in the, in the house. And uh, they, they already had their plans, what, what they wanted to do and what they wanted to play with. They had the Legos with them and everything. And we went away for two hours. And of course, I was a little bit anxious because I'm an overprotective mother. But they felt so proud of themselves when we came back after two hours. That everything went well and they even did this. And, you know, it also depends, of course, on the abilities of your kids. But, you know, they felt really proud afterwards. Uh, so... Set expectations, uh, but also create kind of a timeless. Tell them up front, you know, if you're going on a holiday or stay at home. On these days, we will do blah, 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 blah. And the stay at home days uh, or stay at home a lot days, I will tell them, you know, mama will work from that to that moment. Uh, if they're smaller, from that to that moment, mommy has her me time, you have your own little hour, make it around your kids. That's your own special hour where you have to, you know, relax or take a nap or anything. And having a visual on a calendar, whether they can read or not, you can make pictograms around it. You know, if they can't read yet, you can make a, li a little play sign or a little another sign that stay means stay at home. And the other one means... Uh, with a car means we're going somewhere, for instance. Uh, there are a lot of ways you can visualize it for uh, kids that have a little bit, need a little bit more help uh, on that matter. And like I said, don't forget. Take time for yourself as well, because that will keep you sane. You are not responsible for their happiness 24-7 in the way of entertaining them. You are not... Uh, their personal entertainment planner. You're not. So you're totally allowed to tell them that they have to be quiet for half an hour or an hour. And, you know, when they're older, just up that time. And especially if you're not going anywhere this year, watch that Netflix series in the morning. Or, you know, read that book. And don't clean the house at that moment. We talked about, you know, how can you make it more easy for yourself? <laughs> Maybe hire a cleaning lady just for the summer holiday, you know? And if you want to challenge your kids as well, if you just, if you're a parent that just don't want to let the summer holidays go by and not having a learning moment, you can always Add an 
what I call an oomph power uh, kind of element in it. So uh, my son has a lot of Lego. So for this year, uh, we started creating a, a sorting wall for him, like a professional uh, Lego master builder. But it's so much Lego, he gets totally overwhelmed. And in his mind, he can only start sorting all his Legos until he has a little box for every kind of piece that's out there. And that's impossible. So uh, what I did was download a special book uh, that he really likes about Star Wars, uh, you know, an audio book. And I told him, you know, uh, when he was younger, I really had to direct him just, just pick up all the yellow bricks or just pick up all the gray bricks. Uh, and now he has his own rhythm and I will also help him. You know, there's this fantasy uh, show, uh, it's called Gotham. Uh, we both like, you know, he's 16, so uh, it's not suitable for young kids. But uh, And that's uh, a few times a week. We will sort Legos together. I will help him because I want to speed it up. But I will help him. You know, we will watch a sh uh, one episode. And in that episode, I will also help him uh, sort. And my daughter who is, you know, besides all her other challenges, she's severely dyslexic. She hates reading. We had all the trainings in the world, and even at school, she, she will get extra help. But she just, it's 14 years later, and I'm what they call a bookworm. I don't know who they got it from. Well, I don't know. It's their dad. I just blame the dad. Uh, but she still really hates reading. She does have a really, she has a lot of fantasy. And she's now in a phase that she likes uh, the Twilight Saga and things like that. So she found a book about, you know, it's for teenagers and it was about vampires. So now I will, uh, we will have reading blocks and I will partly help her read. So I will read a page, she will read a page because that way she tries to ditch it, but that's, a way for me to also see, okay, where are the problems? And if we read together, it helps her. And sometimes she really gets the hang of it, uh, especially if it's, a, you know, a book about horses or rabbits or something, then she reads. And then Encyclopedia, that she reads. Uh, but just a general book, harder. Uh, so I either read with her, and she does a page, and I do a page, uh, or, you know, several, or we, we schedule a time that where we both have to read. So we'll just sit on the couch with a cup of tea. And of course, I can track uh, and see if she actually read or, or not. So that's her own thing. And I will tell them because that's important. So you want to learn them something or you want them to, you know, gain something or whatever. If you're going to kind of force them, because most of the time kids don't really like that idea, uh, that they have to learn something. So if you're going to give them a task, you have to give yourself a task as well and talk about it as well. So for me this year, it's I've got still photo albums to make. Oh gosh, I think since 2000 and... Oh, gosh, I'm so behind. 
I think I've got still 12 years of photos I can put into albums. Is that bad? Well, 12. Nah, 10 years. 10 years of photographs. I still have to, you know, go through and make really nice albums. So, uh, I told myself, you know, this is your task and this is your task. And it's not fun, but in the end, it, it will help you. Uh, because my son loves a clean desk and sorted Lego. So he knows what the goal is. He knows what will help him. My daughter uh, decided uh, she was going to do a special course starting next year. Because she's going to do uh, specialized in animal uh, care and animal education. But that me means a lot of science and math and everything. That means a lot of reading. And she already said, yeah, I know it's going to be difficult, but it's really important for, you know, the direction I'm going to choose. Otherwise, they, they said I couldn't do uh, that part. So she knows why she will do it. And for me, you know, it would be lovely if I finally have, you know, those nice memories in a book <laughs> and not in my phone from those two years we lived in Kansas, for instance. Uh, so... Closing up, manage and set expectations. You know, first sit down together. Express everybody, everybody, so mommy and daddy as well, should tell what they would love to do during the holidays. And that includes staying at home. Because most of the time, kids love to, you know, do something around the house as well. Uh, it might be a bit different around COVID-19, of course, but, you know... If you have an autistic wonder boy like me, they probably love their quality me time. And, you know, I just want a game till I <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> Why not let them have a moment like that? You know, uh, they have time enough to work and be an adult. Uh, especially in those these weird days. Uh, <laughs> Why not do something really crazy? So set and manage expectations. Create a visual on your fridge so that they won't have to ask every single moment when are we going to do this when are we going to do that but also it allows you uh, if you have a time schedule for the day you know to focus on your business if you have uh, you, if you still work uh, as an entrepreneur or for a boss but also to have fun time for just you so schedule in those moments. Eh? Make it visible for your kids that, you know, after lunch, everybody has half an hour quiet time or an hour quiet time. And you can do whatever you want by yourself. And if you want to give them a power task, something to learn over the summer uh, that they might not, you know, voluntarily go like, yay, I have to learn a new book. Set a goal for yourself as well. And it might be even, you know, we can't go to Spain or Italy or whatever this year. But we can already maybe uh, learn the language for a country we're going to visit. Something fun or weird like that. And, you know, if you plan to go to, to, if you had planned to go to Italy, have an Italian week where you only try out Italian restaurants, uh, Italian dishes at home, of course. And uh, learn some Italian words. We were supposed to go to England this year. And of course, we're not going. Uh, but we can, you know, make typical English pastry. Uh, 
who doesn't love a good scone, uh, or eh, make a high tea and make some, I can't think of them now, but oh, for us weird English breakfasts with those beans and sausages and everything, my teenage boy and my husband will laugh, by the way. So, yeah, I just came up with it. But that's actually a fun idea. So if you're not going away, but you were planning to go abroad, you know, or not, if you plan to one day ever go to a place like Italy or Australia or wherever, why not make a team week and do find out the food and typical language or, you know, if it's English, you know, we already speak English, so we, we don't have to learn it, but we can figure out, you know, certain phrases that we didn't know or a certain slang from a certain area. Uh, or dialect. Um, so, I hope you're going to have a great summer where you won't go insane uh, and do enjoy, you know, either staying at home or being abroad or to a certain place if you can. Uh, but manage their expectations. Tell them what they can expect and when. And allow yourself some me time. I hope you have a lovely summer holiday. And uh, speak to you soon. Bye. My fellow supermoms, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, please subscribe. Let me know what you think and tag me on Instagram at Nadine van Leer. And you might win the monthly one-hour special needs supermom coaching session. Stay sane and stay happy. Until the next glass of wine.